Blog Talk Radio. Has anyone ever told you you dream too big? That you have too many ideas? That you need to be realistic? What if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enables you to do what makes your heart truly sing and helps millions of people benefit from what you have to offer? One that provided you with all the money you need to thrive, not just survive. That is the life of an enlightened entrepreneur. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show, dedicated to the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide, with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments, Inc. and AHAMomentsInc.com. Her motto, oh yes, you can have what you want, and you deserve it too. Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your aha moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. I am very excited for tonight's show. We are continuing our Money Miracle series, and we have Dr. Dane here on the line tonight to work with us and talk with us and help us and play and do all the stuff that he knows how to do. And uh, we're going to get to Dane in just a few seconds because, you know, I always do housekeeping. And we are moving into the fall. I don't know if you guys are feeling the surge of energy, of action, of harvest time. We're in a waxing moon. We had a new moon on Sunday. So if you were feeling tired leading into last week, um, you should be feeling a lot better now, and and over the next two weeks, things are really picking up energy-wise, and we're moving into, like I said, the fall. So this is the time for you to really bring into physical actualization. Dane will be glad I used that that phrase. Um, all of the things that you've been waiting for, and longing for, and working towards, and moving towards, and all those things that um, that you're doing. So we are going to. Uh, let me, oh, I have so much stuff. I'm just looking at my list here. <laughs> I'm like, okay, how much housekeeping do I do? Because I know once Dana and I get started, we're going to roll and we always go over and we always have so much to say. And I see all you guys calling in. Actually, let's do this. If you want to call in and ask Dr. Dane a question tonight, he is going to be taking live calls. We're actually not going to be um, reading the emails. Well, we have a couple emails. I will, I'll get to those. But we're not going to be reading your um, questions tonight as a, as a you know, where we usually do on our shows. We read the questions. We're going to actually let you talk to Dane live on the on the phone. So if you'd like to call in, you can call in at 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. So you know what? I think for now I'm going to skip the rest of that housekeeping and I'm going to say, hey, Dane, how are you tonight? Mari, I'm awesome. How about you? I'm terrific. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. And- <laughs> To join us. <laughs> it is my pleasure to do so. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm thrilled that you're back. And we're going to roll tonight because um, I know we have so much. And this is a hot topic. We've talked about bodies. We've talked about earth changes. We've talked about hurricanes and the Armageddon and everything we've talked about. <laughs> Are you still alive? You're still alive, right? Like you made it through whatever the last. Yeah, yeah, I survived. I, I thrived. You know, I thrived all the way through it, actually. Oh, okay, Don't cool. tell anybody, <laughs> okay. you know. 
<laughs> but I got to say, I just want to say this, okay, because I'm having one of those days where I would just like to kill everyone. So I don't know if anybody out there is also experiencing that, but you know what? Um, if you can just acknowledge it, if you can just go, hey, you know what? What I'd really like to do right now is set an atom bomb off that takes everybody off the planet so I can finally be alone without crazy people. You know what? What if there's not a wrongness in that? You know, what if you could just acknowledge it and move forward and go, wow, it would be so much fun to kill this person this way and this person this way and this person this way. I know it's decidedly not spiritual to think that because you're supposed to think in terms of sweetness and light all the time. But if you actually embrace that part without judgment, man, you're off to you're off to the races and creating something different because you don't hold on to it for nearly as long. So I just wanted to say that in case I was not the only one either on the call or listening, you know, on the radio or listening to uh, to have that particular point of view. <laughs> okay, and there you have it. So now we can end the show. <laughs> I know you're like, okay, uh, that, I know it's kind of a showstopper right there, you know, because you know, I usually get on, I'm like, hey, you know what, you great possibilities, it's awesome, yay, and I'm like, hey, I have those days too, and I, uh, I never claim to be perfect. <laughs> Just right, claim to have a lot. We won't hold you to perfection today. So. Oh, thank goodness. Just a little bit of perfection. <laughs> so so for all those poor people, Dane, who don't know you and just were totally, like, terrified <laughs> from what you just said, yeah. <laughs> you want to <laughs> go over the short the short version of your story? So. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> hi, my name is Dane. Nice to meet you. I like long walks on the park and um, spontaneity. That's one of my favorite things. No, I... Um, I, apparently, I'm in a mood, right? Really? You're like, what have you been doing? Um, <laughs> just just living over here in Santa Barbara. But basically, 12 years ago, I was at a place where I had literally tried every technique I could find to try to change my life. And I was still waking up unhappy. I was still waking up depressed. And, and I had done stuff from spiritualities to psychology to NLP to every three-letter acronym in the chiropractic profession where you clear emotions out of organs, and my life still sucked. You know, I got so tired of waking up unhappy. And I placed a demand on the universe. I said, universe, you got six months, or I'm killing myself, and I really don't care which. And literally a week later, I saw an ad for something called Access Consciousness. It said, all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. And I was in such a state. I was like, I was furious, and I threw the paper away. And I saw the paper the following week, and it said, Access, all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. And it was this tiny little classified ad. So I called, and I said, what do you do? And the girl said, well, we have all kinds of stuff to change all kinds of things. And I said, great. So what are you going to do for me? And she said, well, probably a good place to start would be with this stuff called the bars. There's these 32 points on the head, and you hold them. And at the worst, you feel like you had a good massage. At the best, your whole life will change. And in the back of my head, I was going, my whole life better change, or I'm killing myself. I might as well try it out. And literally, she puts her hands on my head, and I started giggling like a little kid. I got up after an hour and 15 minutes and had a total sense of peace, the likes of which I'd been looking for my whole life. So I started using these tools in my life, and the things that I'd tried to change for years actually started changing. Well, fast forward to 12 years later, and you know I'm so fortunate. I get to actually use these tools with people to show them how to change their lives and get to travel around the world to do so. So... Things can change, but for me, the difference that Access was, with it, it actually works. It's actually pragmatic. It's not, about, it's not about escaping this reality. It's about how can you live better in this reality and also go beyond it. Awesome. So, 
you know, and I every time you tell that story, I still feel the energy from it. You know, it's it's so. I think it's because so many people are in that place and kind of in your before place, maybe not to the point of wanting to kill themselves. But some days, you know, I just had a, someone call me just a few minutes ago and said, Mario, I was just at my wit's end. I didn't care if I got hit by a train, a car, a bus. I was actually welcoming the idea, and I took my son to Canyon Ranch and changed both of our lives, you know. So it's very um, – I think it's especially now because people are in this group think, and that's what I want to start was <clears> – <throat> As you know, you've you've got plenty of books out, and I think I can say this to everybody in the audience: you access you, you you know Dane and Gary and Access they they cover every aspect of your life. I think I have read probably every book on you know prosperity and money, everything from Catherine Ponder to Wallace Waddles to you know what is it, um, James Murphy, and um, just on and on and on. And these tools are, um, I think by far the most powerful um and certainly the most uh i don't know modern and relevant um to to our lives today so i just want to say that and i never ask anyone to do anything i haven't done myself in fact i called dane earlier today and i said can we work through something before i get on that show tonight so i can do this with a pure heart and he said sure and we did and so i'm grateful to you for that so um so let's start with with groupthink let's start with you know, I know everybody has a money story of their own, but what I'm feeling is that people justify that story based on what they see everybody else going through as well. And I would like to know what your feelings are on that because it just feels like even when you get your own story together, it so easily gets pulled down when somebody else starts to, you know, rebut it. And I know a lot of people who are on this call do a lot of this work already. And there are walls that you hit. It's not all sunshine, lollipops, and roses like you were saying, you know, when we started the call. So can you talk to that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. And and one of the first tools I was given when I started Access was that they had discovered that 98% of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions don't actually belong to you. You're actually psychic enough. And when I say psychic, I mean you're aware of the energies around you. You know, it's like if you've ever walked into a room and known when someone was angry or sad before you even said a word or they said a word, well, how do you know? It's because you're aware of the energy of things. It's just you've never been taught that. And so with this group stink thing you were talking about, you did say group stink, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> you know, it's like with this with this group stink, group think thing that we do, it's like we pass around the 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 limitation as though it's candy, and we take the possibilities and vaporize them out of existence as though they don't exist. And it's it's a tragedy because even if you know something different is possible, if you don't see anybody else having it, you decide that it can't exist. Because unfortunately, one of the greatest difficulties, and I know one of the things, one of the subjects on order tonight is you know money, prosperity, that idea. But one of the greatest difficulties in creating it is most people aren't willing to be different enough to actually create a life with financial ease in it. So tell us what you mean by being different. And I know, and I'm like, I just almost jumped out of my chair through the phone to hug you because it's so true. Well, and and the thing about it is that it has so many levels and aspects to it. In other words, if your parents struggled financially, if if you're not willing to be different than mom and dad, 
you create financial struggle so that you can validate their reality. Mhm. Mhm. Absolutely. So so what is that um I mean there's lots of other scenarios like that too. Um, yeah. And that's that's the other thing is if you're not willing to be different than the energy around you. You know, for the last several years we've had the global financial crisis, which is more like a global depression that, you know, it is turned into in a lot of places in a lot of ways. And if you're not willing to be different than the world, different than the people around you, you create financial difficulty by your unwillingness to be different than everybody else. So one thing that you can do to start actually changing your financial situation is a real simple question. What can I be or do different today that would change this for me right away? Hmm. So when you say, what can I be differently today, what do you mean by that? Because a lot of people ask that question. Like, what do you mean be? Yeah, what do you mean be different? Well, let's see. When you wake up and you feel like there's an elephant sitting on your head, that's one energy that you can choose to be. And then there, you notice how there are some days where you wake up and it feels like you just have infinite possibilities. It's like no one and nothing can stop you and you're just going to go for it and you're going to have a great day and a great life and everything is going to be cool. That's a different energy of being. Yeah. So my question is, which would you rather be? You know, would you rather be that first or would you rather be the second? So what what can I be different? It might be, wow, maybe I can be happy instead of sad and depressed. Maybe I can be something totally different than I even knew was possible to be, in which case you can't even define you. And and that's one of the things that people are not willing to be is undefined. It's one of the greatest limitations we have. We're not willing to be undefined. We keep seeking to define ourselves based on the people around us, based on how they feel about us, based on whether they like us, based on whether we feel like them, rather than going, yeah, what would I choose? So ask yourself this question. Literally, if everybody dropped off the planet right now, what would you have as choice that you don't feel you can choose right now? Well, it would be much you, quieter. Yes, it would definitely be much quieter. <laughs> it would be a lot quieter in your head, too, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's it's a place where a lot of us have been spending so much energy trying to fit into this box that we've constructed that... We don't even want to fit into, but we still spend our life's energy trying to fit into it. You know, it's such an unkindness to us. And it's an unkindness to all the possibilities that we could create beyond our current situation. So what if, so let me ask you all a question. How much of your current situation could you change if you didn't have to fit into anybody else's box of reality? More than 50% or less? Mm. Probably a lot more. Probably a lot more. And how much of your current financial situation could you change if you had never bought any points of view from your mom, your dad, or anyone else? Oh, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> <to say. laughs> yeah, absolutely. You, so, know, you know, go ahead. I want to go ahead. Well, what I was going to say is, you know, we have these access process, access consciousness tools to change exactly that. So, But I wanted to ask the questions because you look at that and it starts getting you thinking in a different direction and hopefully coming out of thinking the way you have been that's been creating the limitation because it's like, 
you know, what possibilities could you create and generate if you chose not to limit you anymore? And what if having money, for those of you out there that desire a greater possibility on the planet, you know, a greater possibility for people, what if having money, what if you could create it a lot easier from having money than from not having money? So all those of you who decided poverty was your gift to the planet and that if you had money, somehow you were wrong or you would be all about the money like somebody you know or somebody you thought of or somebody you were told about by your parents, will you undo that, let it go, and destroy and uncreate it, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So there's a clearing statement. It's out of the bag now. <laughs> and, and Mari, do you want to explain? what the clearing statement does because your explanation is just my favorite of all time it's still the favorite of all time and it's been a year <laughs> i know that's and for me that's i like that's a long time <laughs> <laughs> i know it's like um i basically the way i see the the clearing statement is just it's very simply the cosmic vacuum cleaner it's like you put all your stuff out there and you suck it all away and that's really i mean that's the just the simplest version of it possible that's i it. love that yeah so if you <laughs> want to change anything you just put it out there by form of a question or a statement or an awareness of an energy you want to change and then run the clearing statement and bye-bye and you know for those of you who are like oh it can't be that easy uh yes actually it can be i'm alive because of the fact that it can be that easy because for me if it couldn't be that easy i wasn't going to be alive anymore so yes it can be that easy and what if now's the time for you actually to have that? For you to actually have that ease that's been possible for a long time that you've seen some people seem to have in certain areas, but you haven't yet been willing to embrace or know could exist? Yeah. Well, you know, I want to ask you, because I know that we always um, seem to start off with the point of view that the majority of people who are listening are still amongst the ones who are being affected by the group think and have to sort of you know, to unlodge themselves from that. But what about the folks who have been doing, you know, either access or other things, and they're finding themselves as the lone man on the island, the only ones who think like this in their circle and who are constantly being challenged by everyone around them to come back to the group? Right. Well, what I would say is that's why I started the conversation with are you willing to be different? It's also why I started with my entertaining thing about wanting to kill everybody on the planet because I actually what well, the funny part is I don't actually feel that way. If I if I really if I really felt that way I probably I wouldn't actually say it. But I did feel that way earlier today. So for me it's like you know, I'm willing to say it once I get over it because if I actually say it with the intensity I was feeling it earlier today, I don't think anybody would keep listening. You know what I mean? So but that's actually the reason I said it is because we don't allow ourselves that kind of freedom. We don't allow ourselves to go, hey, you know what, here's what's up for me right now, and, and it's okay. And, and you don't necessarily have to tell anyone what's up for you. It's not every day you're going to be interviewed by someone, you know what I mean? Right, you don't right, necessarily right. have to tell what's going on for you. But for those people that feel like you're all alone, you know what, my brothers and sisters, you are not alone. So everything you've done to buy, that you're totally alone, and that the reason you're alone is because there's something wrong with you, rather than realizing that the reason you feel alone is because you're so different, which is actually one of the greatest gifts of you, we destroy and create it, please. Yes. 
Times a gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pop, shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay, so now that we've gotten through that, I want to get into some of these other these other pieces, and we have a bunch of calls coming in, so I want to make sure we have enough time, um, and we actually just hit our first break. But I want to just talk about this one thing, and then we can take our break, Sam. Um, can we talk a little bit about scarcity consciousness? Because I know we go into prosperity consciousness after that. Um, can you just talk a little bit about that? Well, it's like... How much of that scarcity consciousness isn't even yours? I mean, how much does it directly conflict with what you know should be true? And what if you could take it from knowing what should be true to knowing what is true for you? Because this scarcity consciousness, I mean, I see it all around me, except I'm wondering, I'm like, and every person I talk to, I'm like, did you have this point of view as a little kid? And 99% of people are like, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. I'm like, okay, well. At what age did you buy it? So all of you out there who have this scarcity consciousness, it at what age did you buy it as what had to be the way it had to be? Everything that is and everything you did to buy that is yours when it wasn't. Everything you've done to create that is your life. And everything you've done to try to fit in with everyone else around you by being as scarcity prone as they are, will you destroy and create it, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, choice boys and beyonds. Okay, so I've got a process for this one. It's a little longer process. And some of you out there are going to go, but I don't understand. Are you calling me stupid? No, this oh, process on what's that? I said, oh, God, here we go. You're like, oh, no, I was one of those who thought he was calling me stupid. <laughs> you know, because when I first handed, you know, when I first said, hey, Mari, run these processes, you know, you came back to me and it was like, um, I can't run them any, I, I keep thinking you're calling me stupid. I'm like, sweetie, it's only because you're not stupid that I'm asking you to run this process. Because basically what happens is, excuse me, in order to create a difficulty, the only way we can do that is to make ourselves unaware. And then rather than looking at it and going, hey, I made myself unaware here, let me change it. We don't want to judge. We don't want to be seen as stupid because we're judging ourselves as stupid already. So we won't let ourselves become aware of where we've cut off our awareness which keeps us in constant unawareness, which keeps us in a state of less awareness than we could have, which answers to stupidity that we can unlock with this process. Okay, wait, stop. So what he meant by that (laughs) was that if you're an infinite being, then all of these limitations really are not you. And isn't it stupid to consider yourself to be stupid when you're not? Okay, go ahead. And let's change it because that's one of the piles of poo that we can vacuum up so what stupidity are you using see this is where you tried to make yourself stupid but you're not what stupidity are you using to create the invention of the scarcity mentality no actually what stupidity are you using to create the invention of the scarcity and poverty you are choosing Everything that is, times a gazillion. Will you destroy and create it, please? Yep. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, meons. Okay, and please know, everybody listening, once again, a lot of you, it's probably not your first time hearing me or Mari use a clearing statement. But if it is, basically, the reason we're doing this, the reason I'm doing this, is because in most of the other work that I had done prior to Access, we would talk about all this stuff. Like, for example, we talk about the scarcity paradigm and the scarcity consciousness. And we would talk about it, and it would bring up all this stuff, 
And then I felt like somebody just brought up all kinds of stuff and brought up all kinds of crap and then piled it on my head and then didn't do anything to change it. I'm like, that's great. You just gave me more reasons to judge me. I was already doing a really good job of that. I didn't need your help with this little conversation we just had. So what I'm doing in this is as we bring it up, as we talk about this scarcity thing, it's like rather than bring it up and wallow in it more and create more of it and judge ourselves more, let's friggin' change it and then go beyond it so we can then choose something else and create something else. So the whole thing about access is let's create change and then let's go as far and as fast and as beautifully big and wonderful as we can possibly be. So what stupidity are you using to create the invention of the scarcity consciousness and the, no, the scarcity mentality and the poverty consciousness you are choosing? Everything that is times a gazillion, will you destroy and create it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Awesome. So I'm going to let us go to a quick break, and then it'll give you guys some more time to call in. If you'd like to call in and ask Diane and I a question, you are welcome to do so. I see you guys all lining up. If you're waiting on the line already, please hold, and we will definitely get back. Um, we'll get you on the other side of the break. Uh, the number is 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show, and we will be right back. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com.
Hi, this is Dr. Dean here. Twelve years ago, I had everything that was supposed to make you happy in this reality, and I was still dying inside. So I told the universe, you have six months or I'm killing myself. Either things change or I'm out of here. A week after I made this demand, I saw an ad in the paper. It said, access, all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory, and it had this girl's phone number. To make a long story shorter, I had a session with the girl. It's called an Access Consciousness Bar Session, and it's a simple process of touching points on the person's head. For me, it was the first time remembering everything was okay, everything always had been, and everything always would be, and I never contemplated suicide again. One tool, one thing, a process that took about an hour, and it changed the energy of what I knew was possible. It changed my whole life. This is what I'd like to share with you. For the first time in years, I'll facilitate a one-day Access Bars class. On November 7th, you can learn this process with me in California, or you can join me online from your home anywhere in the world. Go to globalbars.com to learn more. Globalbars.com. Hello, we are back. We took a nice short break, and you're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. We have Dr. Dane here on, and we're talking all about money tonight. And um, I see that you guys are calling in with uh, with lots of calls, so we just want to cover a little bit more content, and then we're going to start taking your calls, hopefully, before the next break. So, Dane, um, let's talk a little bit about uh, why it, money is so elusive. It seems like you know, people say, okay, well, I did the vision board. I think I'm, I, I, you know, I did these different things, but it, I'm still not, I don't have enough. Or when I get it, it goes away. Or, you know, somebody's going to want it or take it. Can you talk about, like, receiving or whatever the word is around fixing that? Yeah, well, it is actually receiving. The in- See, here's the interesting thing, and this is uh, that there's no such thing as a money problem. There's only a problem in what you're willing to receive and that sounds weird to people they're like what are you talking about because i've had a money problem forever and when i first came to access i did the same thing and i told gary my business partner uh you know i was like hey you know the founder of access here i am we're having a conversation i'm like i've got a money problem i want help with and he said you don't have a money problem there's no such thing as a money problem and he said it five times before i finally went what do you mean he said look there's no such thing as a money problem it's only a problem in what you're unwilling to receive and i went oh And I looked and I looked at what I was unwilling to receive and I realized, wow, I was unwilling to receive being judged for having more money than my family. I was unwilling to receive having an easy life with money because I was so used to that struggle and that pull in my guts. I was unwilling to receive my life being that different from what it had been before. So I was making sure that I wouldn't allow myself to receive the money to create a different life. How many of you out there? have been unwilling to receive a totally different life because you know the one you have. You've already got that defined. You've already got that sussed out, and you know what it is. Everything that is, times a gazillion, will you destroy it and create it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. See, and if everybody had, it, it's it's kind of like if everybody had the exact same problem and the exact same issue and the exact same difficulty, then we'd be able to do, you know, a three-hour-long call, clear it for everybody, and everybody would start being abundant. But right. this is a tenacious one, you know, and, and mm-hmm. people have different reasons and different justifications. And so my aim is to get as much as possible for the largest number of people listening as we're having this conversation. But what if, 
What if you were actually willing to receive the life that you say you desire? What would actually happen? Now, here's an interesting thing. Some, something around 90-plus percent of people who win the lottery within three to five years are back in the same financial situation just at a higher level. Mm-hmm. Yep. And most people think, well, if I won the lottery, all my problems would be solved. No. Once you're willing to have a sense of ease in your life, whether you have money or not, then the money will show up. The people that allowed the lotto to give them a sense of ease and were willing to change their what they were willing to receive, in other words, what the, how they were willing to receive their life showing up, those were the ones who were able to keep their money and grow it after they won the lottery. Everybody mm-hmm. else had a mad rush to get rid of it because it felt so uncomfortable to not be struggling financially. So how many of you out there, even though you think you'd really like to stop struggling financially or you'd really like to have a lot more money than you have and you might be doing okay right now, are unwilling to be that uncomfortable and that undefined in the way that you've defined yourself? Everything that is, will you destroy and create it, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. And here's a process for you. You can run. You say it just like I do. Say the exact same words or... Make it even easier. When we get to the clearing statement, go pock and pot all that or all the weird stuff Dane says, and it'll still work. But if you run this process, it will start to help. What stupidity am I using to create the money I am choosing? Everything that is, times a gazillion, will you destroy and create it, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. And then also run, what stupidity am I using to create the lack of money I am choosing? Hmm. Yep. And then, everything that doesn't allow it, times a gazillion, destroy it and create it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Cool. So when, you know, it's interesting because there there's a scenario that I see happen over and over again in, in my practice and as I'm working with people. And that is, first they're in, a lot of times people in a job that they absolutely hate. It's eating them alive. It's It's, you know, really creating a very poor quality of life. They're not making enough money you know, because their energy is low in this situation. So, and then they lose the job. The job goes away. And then they are distraught because they've lost the job. But then they go and try to get the same type of job somewhere else again. So it's almost <laughs> like they've been granted freedom, but exactly. they are killing themselves to recreate the limitation that they freed themselves from, even though it came in, you know, a, a package that, you know, like you're using the the lottery, and I want to bring it home to something that I think more people are experiencing, which is this type of thing where you're like being expelled from your job and you're thinking it's the worst thing on the planet, but for probably however many months you've been hating it anyway. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, that it's it's the same thing. It's like, you know, what I said was there's no such thing as a money problem. It's only what you're unwilling to receive. Well, mm-hmm. those people are unwilling to receive Number one, they're unwilling to receive that the universe could care about them enough to fire them from their job because they were too lazy to quit, too uncourageous to quit, too unwilling to quit, too interested in security to quit, or whatever it is. And please know I'm not saying you're bad and wrong if if you get fired from your job. That's not what I'm saying. I'm trying to get you to look from a different place because if you look from a different place, you'll see what's actually true for you here. So... In that, you know, people always look and they go, oh, it must be a bad thing. It must be a wrong thing. But what if there isn't? There's a question, what's right about this I'm not getting? 
when something like that happens, you want to ask, what's right about this I'm not getting? Because the only time something like that happens, the only time any humanoid I know has ever been fired from their job, and the humanoids are the ones who are looking for change, who've always been in judgment of themselves and think they're judgmental, even when they're not. They always think they're wrong and everybody else is right. Those are the humanoids of the world, okay? The only time I've ever seen a humanoid ever get fired from a job is when they didn't want the job anymore and when there was something greater around the corner. But what they do is they go, oh, it must be a bad thing. It must be a wrong thing because, of course, I'm bad and wrong. So it must mean my life is getting worse, and it must mean all that stuff I'm doing is not working. What if it's the indication that all the stuff you're doing is working? What if it came from the request you had of desiring something different and greater? It's like I had a situation recently with somebody who was doing some work for me who was doing an amazing job for you know, nine months, ten months, something like that. And then all of a sudden, they just became crazy and weird, and I have no, I still have no idea why. And I have asked, and I've tried to find out, and the person won't talk to me, and I'm like, wow. And then all of a sudden, and initially I went into, oh, no, what did I do wrong? This is bad. This is wrong because this person is going away. And then I went, wow, okay, what's right about this I'm not getting? Hey, universe, you know what? You haven't steered me wrong yet. You've had my back every step of the way. I'm going to get over the point of view that this is wrong. What's right about this, I'm not getting. And within three weeks, there's another solution showing up that is showing 10 to 100 times the amount of possibilities. But I wasn't able to see it until I got over my point of view that it was wrong. So how many of you out there have been asking for more money or a different relationship or something, some sense of more abundance? And it necessitates changing some things, like maybe your job or maybe your house or maybe your relationship or maybe your car gets totaled or something like that. And you've been so conditioned to think that you're wrong rather than looking for what's right about this I'm not getting. Everything you've done to buy that all the stuff that's happened to you is wrong and evidence that you're not doing it right and you're not getting there, will you destroy and ungrade it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, towards boys and beyonds. And another tool that you can use when you hear those voices in your head and when you feel that weird twisting that tells you you're bad and you're wrong and you're not good enough and you're stupid and you're not smart and the reason this happened is because you really screwed up and you didn't do this right, you want to say, to, you want to say this, return to from whence you came, never to return to me or this reality. Return to from whence you came, never to return to me or this reality. Return to from whence you came, never to return to me or this reality. And if you have to say it 10 times, 3 times, 100 times, Say it until you feel lighter, because basically what's happening is you're listening to the voices of this reality that tell you you can't do it, and you know what? You can do it. That's what I was listening to 12 years ago when I was going to kill myself, was like, you know what? I can't do it. Apparently, all these voices are correct. It wasn't until I actually had an access session that I went, oh my God, those voices are gone, and I don't even know what happened to create it, but I've got a sense of space of being that I never knew could exist, or that I always knew should exist, but I'd never experienced. And so I'm going to ask you all right now, please ask. And this sound, this is going to sound weird. You know, if you're struggling financially and you've got these problems with the kids and problems with the husband and problems with the wife and problems with the job and all that, it's going to be like, eh, what are you talking about? This is one of the most practical things you can do, though, is ask to be shown the space of being that you be. And I know that can sound weird. You're like, what does that have to do with my money and my relationship? everything absolutely everything it's the most pragmatic fundamental thing you can ask for is the space of being that you be or the space of receiving that you are because when you were a little kid 
there was this space in which you could receive. It was kind of like you get into a certain mode, and then your parents would give you what you wanted without questioning it, or your friends would give you stuff. Well, what if you could be that again even as an adult? What if there's a space that you can walk around in and as, kind of like the way it is when you go out in nature and you're there for maybe half an hour, an hour, two hours, three days, whatever it is for you, before the weight of the world finally comes off of your shoulders, well, what if it's now time for you to walk around the world that way without the weight of the world on your shoulders all the time so you can actually start to perceive some greater possibilities in what might be available for all of us and you and your financial situation? Wonderful. So um, while you guys contemplate all of that, I think we need to take a couple of calls. And I'm just asking that anyone who we do take a call from, if you could keep your story to like the punchline, to like the brief question, I'd greatly appreciate it because we have a lot of you on the line. Um, and I know Dane, I'd like to have Dane be able to give you um, more information um, as much as he can. So if you could just honor that, I'd greatly appreciate it. Ready, Dane, for some calls? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So why don't we start with um, uh, Tara in California. Hey, Tara, how are you? Hi, it's actually Cara, C-A-R-A. C-A-R-A. Hi, Cara. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Thank you. Um, gosh, Dane, thank you so much for uh, saying you wanted to kill everybody today because that's exactly <laughs> how I was feeling. And so welcome. I really, <laughs> and when you said that, I just, it's like I broke down because I was holding the wall so tight of, like, I can't feel bad today. I can't feel bad. And I was just, I was feeling so horrible. And it just gave me room to be in that for a moment. And then it, and then it started to dissipate once I just let it be instead of fighting it. Cool. Awesome. So I wanted, yeah, I wanted, I wanted to thank you. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. Question? What's your question? Oh, my, well, the question, you know, actually before all that was just, you know, it's like what, uh, when I feel like I kind of fell into the quicksand, how to get out. I mean, I know I, I say, who does this belong to? And I'm running some of these processes. I, I just want things to move faster sometimes and, okay. how, to, and how to, yeah. I like that idea. So let me give you three or four really quick things, okay? Yeah. Okay, so number one is, Ask, who does this belong to? Okay, because 98% of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions aren't yours, and even people who've done access for a long time know this, don't think about that. They're like, oh, yeah, I did it once for three days, and that was three years ago, so I'm sure I'm cured. No, you're still aware. <laughs> okay, so ask, who does this belong to? And if it lightens up at all, it's not yours. Return it to sender with consciousness attached and move on with your life, and you'll know it's not yours because it'll lighten up and you'll feel better. If that doesn't work, then get that energy and go, okay, interesting point of view. I have this point of view. So everybody out there listening, including Kara, including Mari, including all of us, okay, just get an upset that you've had sometime in the last few weeks that's still there eating at you. And <laughs> just energy and just say to it, interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Cool. Now one more time. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view. And yeah. again, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. And again, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. And one more time, 
interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Even though I know you really want to hold on to it, and I know you really don't want to let it go because it is really significant and really important, and if you let it go, you might be missing something. Say it one more time. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view. And one more time. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Okay, does it feel better, worse, or the same? Better. <laughs> okay, and that's what you got to get the thing that I said about even though you want to hold on to it and even though it's proof that you must, that, you know, you hold on to it in the belief, you hold on to the upsets a lot of times because you believe if I let this go, I might be missing something. Like I won't notice it next time it comes along. Oh, yeah, you will. You'll notice it long before it comes along. If you just do interesting point of view, I have this point of view. So the first thing, who does this belong to? If it goes away, you're done. If it doesn't, then you go, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Between three times and probably 20 to 25 times, if you need to, for the stuff you really don't want to let go of. Because the only way interesting point, point of view won't work is when you've decided you need to hold on to it or are absolutely refusing to let it go. Otherwise, it takes all of your resistance, all of your reaction, all of your alignment and agreement, all the stuff that's sticking you, and dissolves it with your choice. So those are two. Next thing is you go, okay, and if, if it's still not totally changed or you're still not like on fire to start living, you go, okay, return to from whence you came, never to return to me or this reality. Ten times. Return to from whence you came, never to return to me or this reality. Return to from whence. Oh, so all of you get your money situation right now. And all the things, you know, all the demons of this reality that have been talking to you and whispering in your ear that you can't do it and you won't do it and you'll never be able to do it and you'll never figure it out and you're going to die poor and you'll go to debtor's prison. All those wonderful things that you keep hearing in your head. You're going to be just like your mother. Your mother was right. You're not smart enough. You're not good enough. Blah, 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 blah. So say to all that stuff about your financial situation, return to from whence you came, never to return to me or this reality. Return to from whence you came, never to return to me or this reality. Return her from whence you came, never to return to me or this reality. Return her from whence you came, never to return to me or this reality. Return her from whence you came, never to return to me or this reality. Return her from whence you came, never to return to me or this reality. Return her from whence you came, never to return to me or this reality. How's that feel? Nice. Nice. Okay, so that's <laughs> then the fourth tool. Well, okay, fourth tool is everything that creates all of this crap, and even though I don't know what it is, I'm willing to let it go destroy and uncreate it, like Dean said, and pock and pot all that stuff. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock all nine, Tourist Boys fans. Okay, that's the fourth tool. And then the fifth one, something that I've, you know, developed within Access called the one, two, three. It's like a lightning bomb, atom bolt. I mean, lightning bolt, atom bomb combination. <laughs> <laughs> a lightning bomb, atom bolt, that's what it is. Yeah, that. What What I'd like you to do is I'd like you to just get a sense of all that stuff that tells you, all that stuff that feels like the stuckness around you that you don't even know what it is, you don't even know what to do about it, it just feels like it's stuck somewhere. And just perceive it all around you. And then on three, ask the universe to contribute. Ask the consciousness of you and all of us who actually have your back and desire you to move forward because we also know that as you move forward, we get to move forward with more ease. Ask everything of consciousness that will contribute to you to contribute on three. Connect to its energy. And on three, do a lightning bolt atom bomb. One, two, three. Okay, <sighs> here we go with the lightning bolts. <laughs> right? How does that feel? Great. It feels great. 
Okay, and then you can do that lightning bolt thing, lightning bolt atom bomb thing, one, two, three, five, six, seven times, ten times, and let it increase each time. Those are five really simple tools that you can do in about three minutes. You can do all five of them within about three minutes to change anything. And also realize there are going to be times where you just do not want to do it. You don't want to do the darn tool. You don't want to change anything. You want to sit and you want to wallow in it. And those are the times where you set a timer. Tool number six, set a timer. Give yourself an amount of time that you are going to wallow. And, you know, I say between three and five minutes. Some people are like, no, I need an hour for this one. I'm like, fine, but you better do your best wallowing ever for that entire hour. I want, like, total wallowing. I want, like, everything is the most pathetic thing that it's ever been, and it's the strongest it's ever been, and it's just killing you and eating you and writhe around on the floor and cry and scream and just hit the floor and then get the hell over <laughs> and move on with your life. Okay? It's like, hmm, what a concept. Move on. Wow. <laughs> Hi. Right. <laughs> well, so, Kara, thanks for your question. I hope that helps. Thank it you, did. Thank you. Have a great rest of the day. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks Thank so you. much. Wow, Dane. Well, I think we're going to um, skip our next break because there's so many people waiting. And um, let's see. Why don't we go to another call? Uh, how about Karen in Canada? How are you, Karen? You. Hi, I'm fantastic. Thank you for taking my call. Dana, I love you. And Marnie, I love you. I listen thank to you. both of you on other teleseminars and calls. And Anyway, thank you. I'm so blessed. <laughs> uh, thank you. Dane, when you're yes. healing, um, I'm noticing that in all my financial lack, that the one thing that's coming up really strong, especially around my children, is me feeling uh, humiliated and um, shame of not being able to, to not have been able to do things for them and and not being able to do things and even accepting um you know when I can't do something and they, they you know are paying for my gas or and I'm powerful and my fear of being so powerful is greater than the shame and the humiliation and I don't understand why. Okay, so a so all I've got to go on, you know, given that I don't know your personal story <laughs> in that, is the energy that you present and where the energy actually was was when you said my money problem or my money issue, my money situation. Is it actually your money situation or are you duplicating and creating somebody else's money situation that you perceived over the course of your life? Yes, probably my Good. parents, my mom. Okay, so everything you've done to duplicate her situation, everything that is times a gazillion, will you destroy and create a place? Yes. Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, tourist boys and Now, all that insanity about money, about receiving, about not receiving, about how it proves everything in the world about who you are and how you are, and all of your mom's, like, insanity about money that you've adopted as yours and bought as yours, will you destroy and create it and return it to sender, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, tourist boys and beyonds. Okay. Well, I, I, that is actually the biggest the biggest part of it and the biggest aspect of it is when you're trying to duplicate your mom's reality. So let me give you a process you can run. And and please know, everybody listening, this if you write this down and run it, say it exactly as I am, it will work for you too. And as you listen to it, it will work for you too. But there's so many layers of it, we don't have time to run the whole thing here. So you want to run, what stupidity am I using? <laughs> 
Okay. You're like, yep, that reads. Okay. <laughs> um, but, but what stupidity am I using to create the invention of my mother's financial insanities? And you might do parents, depending on you'll know better than I do, but of my mother's or my parents' financial insanities as my current financial reality am I choosing? Wow. Okay. And how many times do you run that? Uh, for you right now, 30 to 100 <laughs> to 200 times a day for about the next long time. <laughs> okay. Okay. And when you have an issue like that, like that, I am, you know, when you're saying that about being depressed and tired and it's attracting all the situations where there's no money coming in and jobs that pay little and people that, is that, does this feed into that? Uh, Totally. And my other question is, whose point of view is all of that, yours or someone else's and what you've been buying around you? Oh, wow. Ouch. Which would mean someone else isn't what you've been buying around you. It's just nobody ever asked you the question. No. That's what I love about this access stuff. So everything that is, times a gazillion, will you destroy and create it, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, call nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay, so really quick story. I was selling cars at one point before I went to college because it was a way that I could make money and you know make money for college and and right, that was right when Iraq invaded Kuwait for the first time, and the bottom fell out of the car market. And every salesman except one, their sales dropped, and his doubled within the course of a month. Even the top salesman, his dropped. And this guy didn't look. I mean, he he was. I mean, he was one of the funniest looking guys you've ever seen. He had one eye that went one way, and the, <laughs> the hair on the top of his head, and, you know. And it was just like, I mean, it was not. It was not the person that you would think people would go to to buy cars because you looked at him and you're like, I kind of want to stay away from him. You know, it just had this really weird look to him. And I said, and so everything that brings up, will you destroy and create all that, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, choice, wise, because I can feel all the judgments that come up in people's words. You're not supposed to say things like that. I'm like, it was true. That's what people thought. They would like walk away from him on the car lot. But his sales doubled where everybody else's went down, including mine. And so what I do when I see that, I went up and I asked him a question. I'm like, what is going on with you? I said, your sales are increasing. Everybody else's are decreasing. I said, man, we're in the middle of this thing where we're about to go to war. There's nothing going on in the car market, but yours are increasing. He went, look, people still have to buy cars. <laughs> and I went, oh my God, it's this man. That's one, his one point of view is what changed his reality and made it so different for him than anybody else. And I was like, okay, so basically your point of view creates your reality. Reality doesn't create your point of view, but if you buy everybody else's point of view, your sales are going to drop also. Oh, my God. The thing that is, everywhere we've been trying, everywhere where you perceive these points of view around you so dynamically that you think they must be true, rather than having them as an interesting point of view, Yes, that rhymed. We destroy and create it, please. <sighs> Dimes a gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And we return all that crap to sender now and all the crap about money that you've all been buying your entire lives, and we return it all to sender with consciousness attached before I kill you. I mean, um, please. <laughs> Dang. Dang. <laughs> I have the gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And just what Mar- Mari said about 
you know, when you're in your world and you're different and you're trying, you know, you're spiritual and you're trying to be different and, and not buy into other things, how everybody in your world uses those perceptions or, you know, their judgments to put you back down in the box. And then you yep. start believing it because you are different. And Do you know why you're, you, yes, you are different? The reason you're believing it is because you're not willing to say F you in your head. <laughs> That's so true. And I would make a request of you, even though Mari's going to hate me and lots of people are going to hate me for this one. I already started telling people I wanted to kill everybody, so I think I'm doing fine as it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but would you be willing to go beyond being spiritual? Yes. Would you be willing to be conscious? Oh, yes. Thank you. Times a gazillion, right? Wrong good battle nine, pod, pod, shorts, boys, man. Why do I say that? Because spirituality has been used to create a huge amount of limitation in people that desire something greater. Because the idea is if you're spiritual, you won't have money. If you're spiritual, you'll be like Jesus. You'll walk around and you'll have people just give things to you, just enough for you to survive on before you move to the next town to do some really cool spiritual work, including miracles. But if you have money, you're one of those bad materialistic people that will be bad and terrible and wrong. You know what? That's crap. Consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. Spirituality excludes a lot of things based on the idea that it's supposedly wrong to have it. Which is why I'd say, would you allow yourself to be conscious, which includes everything, including money, including the capacity to change the world, mm. not from a place of having to have poverty, but being able to embrace everything this reality offers, realizing that you can change more with than without. Wow, that is so powerful. Thank so you. So all of you out there who haven't been willing to actually... <sighs> All of you as the consciousness you are, everywhere we've been trying and trying and trying to live up to some spiritual ideal that you keep judging yourself for not living up to, will you destroy and create it and come out of the judgment of you and allow you to actually exist as everything you are without having to judge you? Yes. Times a gazillion, right? Wrong about all nine, pod, pod, shorts, boys and men. I know we're getting close to the end of the hour. Thank you very much for your question. Bless you. Namaste both of you. God bless you. Thank you. Good night. So we have two minutes left of the show, Dane. <laughs> <laughs> As we do. Like Thirty callers. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm going to take one more though because I feel bad that these guys have been waiting you here for can. a while. Uh, yeah, and because I, it's my show. I can do whatever I want, right? Exactly. Um, <laughs> are you game? Are you okay with that? Go for it. Okay, so um, Cherie in Arizona, how are you? Hey! Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, hey! <laughs> That's that was worth my call. That was awesome. <laughs> okay, I got two minutes, so I got to hurry. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Go ahead. Okay, so my situation: I recently took a, um, a decrease in pay um, because. Long story, but I took a decrease in pay. But at the same time, my rent, I just got notification that my rent went up like $500. Oh. I'd like to move, <laughs> but I'm not finding anything in my price range. And I'm, but, but I also kind of know that I'm supposed to be moving. So like you said earlier, when, when you see crappy things happen, but you kind of know that you can look at this and say, well, great, energy's moving and I'm, something's coming my way. Yeah. Um, 
but I'm struggling with that right now. I'm wondering where am I going to move? And so um, things. Number one, where did you learn to struggle so dynamically? Oh gosh, <laughs> 2003 when I got laid off and was out of work for 18 months. <laughs> okay. And thought I'd been but, totally forgotten by God. Okay, but how? Okay, and so notice you knew exactly what I was talking about because that was the first oh, yeah. thing that came up in my world. So how much of that yeah. was actually not even yours? How much of that have you been living with over your shoulder and sitting on your shoulders and over your head as though that was yours way from 2003 when it wasn't yours even then? So everything oh, that I is, did to buy it is yours. Everything you did to make it part of your reality and enmesh it in your reality and entrain to it as though it's yours. Will you now destroy it and create it, please? Yes. Okay. I'm saying yes for her. <laughs> and we're sending to send her with consciousness. I think we just knocked her on the floor. Okay. Everything well, that is, no, times I, of good, yeah. right? Wrong, good, bad, all nine, podcast. Yeah, it's so, become so ingrained that I don't know how much is or isn't mine. Well, the thing is, what you want to do is go with the energy when I'm saying it. Because okay. trying to figure it out won't ever work because that's like, it's 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 like trying to pull out the veins in marble. So what you want to do okay. is you just yeah. want to go where, wow, there's a lot of veins there. And yeah. just let us change it. See, that's the beauty okay. of this, this okay. clearing Doing it this way. Okay, cool. So notice that lightened your world. Oh, totally, because I was starting to really stress over having to try and figure out who's who's is what, and I just I just don't. And how much of your life do you stress over trying to figure everything out? <laughs> Too much. <laughs> oh, that. Everything that is. Everywhere where you yeah. bought that from someone else. Will you destroy and create it, please? Times a gazillion, right? Run good battle nine, pod, pot, shorts, boys, and meons. And everybody else's realities that you're trying to validate with that, we just run and create it. Okay. Times a gazillion, right? Run good battle nine, pod, pot, shorts, boys, and meons. Okay. So, um. Can I ask a question just to, sure. uh, to on, to, as a, as a. It's your show, of course. <laughs> well, no, I just, you know, one of the things, I, I was on a telesummit, I was a speaker on a telesummit, and I had someone call in and ask me a question similar to yours, and, 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 and I hear this from, you know, friends and people too, and so the question I have for you is, what feels so purposeful about being worried? Purposeful? Because there's like a purpose to it, like, you know, it's got this, so, it, it feels this I know energy. you're saying. For this one too, but one of the things that that I found in looking at this is that when you have a purpose, it's always a system for judging you, because you can mm -hmm. never truly fulfill the purpose, and you're always judging you for trying to, <laughs> and judging you for not being able to. So what you want to ask is, what purposes do I have that I'm judging myself for not fulfilling that create all of this? So how much, and you were exactly right when you said what's so purposeful about it, is that literally it's because you're not living up to some purpose. Like, for example, the way this came out was I had I was really frustrated with the class I was facilitating, and normally it was an energetic synthesis of being class, one of my favorite classes to facilitate in addition to the being you classes. And I was so frustrated after the first day. I was going to give everybody their money back and send them home. And my friend Gary, in trying to help me out of this, he said, what's your purpose? And I said, my purpose is to bring consciousness. And he said, you know what? That's what's killing you. And I went, what do you mean? He said, well, when it's your purpose, uh, 
It's something you continuously judge yourself for not fulfilling. He said, what if it were a priority rather than a purpose? And I went, oh, that feels so much lighter. And I didn't understand why, and I didn't really get it at the time. But I realized that most of us give ourselves and have these purposes that we're not fulfilling, that we judge ourselves for, so we don't allow ourselves to have a sense of peace. We don't allow ourselves to have a sense of ease. We don't allow ourselves to have money. And this is one of the other things that we're told by a lot of people that we need to find our purpose. And, I, you know, a lot of these people are well-meaning. They just don't have the information. I would say destroy and uncreate and pot and pock. Use this vacuum cleaner. Use this magic wand on every purpose that you are trying to fulfill that you can't. And then ask what priority could I use to guide my life? So all the purposes that you're using to make yourself feel needy, to make yourself feel less than, all the purposes you're using to judge you, and everywhere you're giving anyone or anything else the ammunition to do it, will you destroy and create it, please? Yeah. <laughs> Time's a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Okay, and I know this is a, you know, this is a big subject for the last two minutes of the, you know. <laughs> but, but <laughs> Yeah. Well, five, now five minutes, but yeah. <laughs> now after, but you stated it so succinctly, it, it literally is the purpose-filled. So how many purposes do you all have, everybody, that is creating the sources of judgment of you about you in your life? Everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, tourist boys and beyonds. And if you look at this, especially from this financial angle, you know, a lot of people have the purpose of being a good mom or taking care of their kids or being a better parent than their parents were or providing a better life. And when these weird things happen financially, you lose your job, you get this other, th it's like you judge you harshly for not living up to that purpose. But what if your priority was to always have ease with money no matter what was going on? That's totally different than a purpose. And it's not just semantics, it's actually the energy of purpose, which is a system of judgment, and priority, which is a system of freedom and possibility. Everything that brought up, Lord, everybody on the phone, will you just run and create it, please? Time's yeah. a godzillion, right? Wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pock, shorts, boys, you know, it's okay. So everybody out there listening in Radio Land, how many purposes do you have that are limiting your income? Everything that is, and everywhere where you would uphold those at all costs, to the death of you, even, or to put, will you destroy and create it, please? Yes. Dimes a godzillion, right? Wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. How many purposes do you have that keep you from ever being able to be truly happy and joyful? Everything that is, times a godzillion, will you destroy and create it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pod, and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. How many purposes do you have that are designed to kill the fun in your life? Everything that is, times a godzillion, will you destroy and create it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. And how many purposes do you have that are permanently limiting your income? Everything that is, times a godzillion, will you destroy and create it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay. And, Fabulous. Go ahead. And I know also totally different than what you're thinking. Um, and then, so for the caller, I just want to ask one more thing. How long will it be before your next place to live can show up? More than a month or less. For me? Uh-huh. Um, um, I want it to show up in the next two weeks, and I want to move in within the next 30 days. Okay, I get that, but want, unfortunately, means to lack. So every time you say I want, <laughs> saying I lack. 
Okay. I know. Okay. Okay. So and that's, and that's thank you for pointing that out. Yeah. So the thing is, people that have lots of money never use the word want. They're like, I'll have, and this is happening, yes. and this is what I'm doing, and this is what's going on. They never say I want. Eliminate the word want from your vocabulary unless you're meaning it, using it to mean I lack of this right now. Okay. Okay. And it will start changing things even more dynamically. So, truth, how long will it be before you can actually find a place? Let's say you change all your points of view that are getting. So let's do this. All the points of view you have that you can't really get the place you want, will you destroy an ungraded place? Yes. 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 Brazilian. Wrong about all nine. Pod, pod, shorts, boys, beyonds. I know those are your points of view or everybody else's. <laughs> well, I don't own them anymore. They're gone. So they're not mine. Times a godzillion, right? Wrong about all nine. Times a godzillion. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so this is where you got to be willing to be different enough to allow the miracle to show up in your life. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Yes. Thank you, awesome. thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Thanks, Sheree. Have a great night. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so I think that brings us to the end of another AHA Moments radio show. What do you say, Dane? <laughs> I think so. Well, Have I been you. more irreverent than usual on this one? <laughs> well, if we go back to body whispering, no, but yeah. <laughs> we, you know, we listen. It's all the colorful world of Dane and Mari. So, no, it's good. It's good. I think it's great. And you know what? I think that this is what we all need right now because um, there's. It's just like enough. Enough already with with how long we take to sort of let things go. You know, and being real, because I do think um, to what you were saying when we started the call, it's a good place to probably finish is, is that, yeah, you know what? Sometimes it just does feel like you want to kill everybody or you're just fed up with all the tools and all the stuff and all the people and, and, you know, and it's okay. But at some point you still, you know, if you keep that to a time limit and then you just say, okay, you know, and that's when I was saying the thing about purpose, what I was meaning to was that a lot of people feel the fight is their purpose. You know, it's, it, they're being purposeful. Well, I can't have the job I want. I don't have the house I want. I don't have the person I want in my life. So I, being worried is currently my purpose. You know, and they hold on to the story and to the worry because it feels like there's a there's tangible, something tangible. You know, oh, I have to worry about this. I have to worry about that. And so... That was really great. That the clearings were really, really helpful. Do you have any last words of wisdom? Uh, no, I would. I would simply say. I mean, I would like to in you know invite people. One of the things you want to do is you want to get something that gives you the energy of being you. And as you know, I've got a download at beingyoubook.com, which is. I know it sounds like a shameless commercial, but, but no, 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 it's not. That, that was the next question I had. So go ahead. Cool. Well, I the thing the reason I mention it is because what I do when I'm in a weird, funky state and I don't know what else to do, the download there is from the intro in the first chapter of me. It's me reading um, my book. Actually, beingyouclass.com might be better because there's a free video series associated with it. And the first thing you get is the audio of me reading the first chapter and intro of my book. It's about an hour long. And I literally, in listening to it, it changes the energy around me. Like I'll put it on my phone really low where I can barely even hear it. And I'll do it a lot of times when I'm being interviewed or like, you know, when I've been interviewed on television or radio or different things. And it creates a different energy, not only in me and my body, but in the people around me. And I've had other people tell me this, too. So please go there. It's free. Go to beingyouclass.com. You know, you put in your email address and it's like 
I'll send you the that in a free video series, but it's designed to change the energy around you. And it literally um, is kind of like if you imagine, you know, like these angels having your back or someone that really cares about you being there with you energetically, propping you up, that's what this thing seems to do from what other people have told me. And they told me so much. I started doing it myself. I'm like, oh, my God, this is my thing, and it works for me too. So please go there and do that. It's, you know, let it be a gift that I can give you and a gift that you can give yourself. And let the things in your life and the energies in your life start to change. And what if you having more money was a greater contribution to the world than you having less money? And what if you truly being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Love it. I love it. Um, before we sign off, I just wanted to ask you to just talk for less than a minute about your bars, global bars, because we were playing Ooh. the um, – we missed one break, and your, we had your commercial, I believe, in the first break, but I don't know if we – you know, normally we would have had it twice, but go ahead. Um, yeah, basically I'll be delivering the first ever uh, global bars class, and the bars is this process that, that I went through when I first came to Access that literally saved my life. It literally – this woman put her hands on my head and gave me a sense of the space of being that I always knew was possible but had never found on the planet. And I figured if this space can exist, I'm willing to be alive. And what the bars do is they actually open you up to receiving because there's so little receiving done on this planet currently. And the way it works is I'll be in Los Angeles. You can come to the class live or you can actually grab a partner and watch it online from anywhere in the world live in real time, live streamed. And we have over 100 pods at this point of people around the world who are going to contribute to this. And what I'd like to find out is if we have hundreds or thousands of us around the world running bars at the same time, what change can we create in our lives together and in the world that day? So if it's of interest, go to globalbars.com, globalbars.com, and check it out. And you'll get some other info there too that you can that you can check out for some ease. But just see if it makes you feel lighter. All of this is about contributing to you so that you can change the things you want to change in your life, but by extension, become the change that you actually want to see in the world. The world needs some friggin' happy people who know how to receive, who are out of judgment, who know possibilities exist. And what if now's the time for all of us? Well, you know, what date is that again, Dane? Uh, November 7th. What day of the week is that? I think it's either a Wednesday or a Thursday. Okay. I think it's a Wednesday, actually, which is a really weird day to do a class, but that's when I'm doing it. Well, awesome. <laughs> we may, maybe I'll do a pod here in New Jersey because I'm, I'm actually teaching a bars class in, here on Sunday, if anybody wants to come to that. Um, but that, I think that would be fun. We should do that. Nice. So, awesome. Cool. So we'll have one on this coast, too. Cool. So, anyway, <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us tonight. As always, it's been a rocket ship ride and, and lots of fun and obviously transformational. Can never take that uh, for granted for sure. But thank you for all of your wisdom and your courage to do what you do, Dr. Dane, because it is changing the world. That is for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you. For you, my beautiful friend, and thank you for the gift you are. I'm really grateful to be here. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. 
Okay, everyone. So we are signing off for tonight, but we will be back next week. Actually, Joe Vitale from the movie The Secret is going to be with us for our final installment of this Money Miracle series. So that's going to be an exciting night as well. And as I always say, you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this energy, anything is possible. Have a great night, everybody. See you next week. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there.
ਦਾਦੀ ਨੂੰ ਦਿੰਦੇ ਨੇ